Roddy, when we were talking a minute ago, you said you wanted to do film chat in the pre-show because you don't want to turn into a film podcast. Um, so if you want to hear Roddy talk about films, patreon.com slash have a listen to this. However, if you want to hear oh, Dennis no. talk about films, no. stay right here, man. <laughs> Why? Every time, dude. Every time. You were so afraid of this podcast becoming a cliche, which I think it has become, which is fine. I'm, I'm fine with it. But you're, yeah, you were open you were from the dragging get-go. your feet. You're like, no, we need a bit. We need a thing. It can't just be a general two guys talking, right? And now you've taken the most unadventurous stance of all when it comes to your topics. Every week, it's films. We're talking about films. Let's go. Films, films, films. That's films. not true. What are we talking about? What did we talk about last week? I don't Mostly know. your childhood memories, as I recall. Yeah, that's that's my cliche. Yeah. Yeah, it's no solipsism. Yeah, I don't know. At least we're not. At least we're not doing crypto. At least it's, at least it's not a crypto podcast. Okay, well, I did a DNA test. Then before that, I did painting. Before that, I did griefing in a video game. I, we talked about New Year's Eve parties. Yeah, but there's all, about but, yeah, but this is the thing. There's always film chat sprinkled in across that, right? I'm a ma- I'm a major movie buff, Riley. It is what you're it a, is. You're a cinephile, Dennis. Well, what I do what I do behind closed doors isn't of your business, nor is it the audience. <laughs> is that that's why you I, started buying DVDs? I see. I see. Oh, that's an oh, I, I you you think too little of me, sir. <laughs> the old How, DVD um, central. How many DVDs? How many DVDs have you bought? Is it still just, like, just, I have two and a half Blu-rays. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought would happen. Classic Dennis move. I'm going to get into collecting DVDs. You buy La La Land. You buy the Swordfish or whatever it was. The thing about the drama. Babylon. And then Babylon. What is it? Babylon, not Whiplash. Oh, okay. And then that's it. You're like, ah, no, I'm not going to do that. That's well. When Damien Chazelle releases another movie, I'll probably buy that too. Okay, so you that's just fine. collect. All right, just collect one director's films. That's fine. Anyway, and, and I don't even have Whiplash or First Man for that matter. I might have to start getting sandwich chat out if we're gonna a classification of 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 like arbitrary classification of objects because you hate that and you're but you're bringing cinema and film chat to the table every single week. So there, there, there maybe there'll be a consequence. Anyway, that's demonstrably untrue. That is demonstrably untrue. It's I look. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to make this claim and let it sit there. I would say you you bring up films in more episodes than you don't. All right, even so listeners, when, when you're going classic. back to listen to which episode we messed up the order and who gets the topics in which order, right? When you go back to listen to all 101 episodes in the past. Also, could you please keep a tally of how many times I mentioned movies and if it's more than 102, that'd Again, be great. Again, that was just a, a patron-only bit as well. So thanks for the... Uh, yeah, thanks thanks for the... the nice thanks for those... Well, is it? We just said when you go back and listen to all of the old episodes. Oh, I guess you. All right, okay, all right. I'll give it to you. Anyway, Dennis, let's get into film chat. I love it. Let's go. Let's 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 chat about let's chat about the big screen. What's going on? Well, Riley, I mm. saw on a big screen no less this last week, what might be the worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Finally, a film that Dennis does not highly recommend. Wow, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Um, I would um I would recommend this film in a so bad it's good kind of way. I would not oh, advocate good. for paying for it. Right? If it's on the plane back when you come back from Chicago, give it a give it a whirl. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out. With your recent with your knowledge of recent releases, Riley, what film do you think I saw that was so abhorrent? Um, Madam Webb, I guess. That is correct. Okay, good. <laughs> I got there. See, I know a little bit about cinema. I know a little bit about cinema. Here we here he comes. Uh, so I guess soft spoiler warning from Adam Webb, but I actually don't care. I'm saving you from yourself if you haven't seen. Well, this I is another Morbius situation, isn't it? 
Well, yeah. Well, it's literally, I mean, it is a Morbius situation. It's owned by Sony. It's the same universe as the Spider-Man character, right? But mm-hmm. they can't use any of the mainland Spider-Man stuff because they deals with Disney and all this stuff, yada, yada. But that's not even the problem. Hang on one second. They can't use the I'm mainline not... Spider-Man stuff, so they can't use who? Like Spider-Man. What? I, I, yeah, they have a joint licensing thing with Disney Yeah. now. But they can use. So, why can't they use? Didn't they, didn't they make the Spider-Man films with Tom Holland? Isn't that isn't that Sony? Disney Disney made those with Sony's uh, collaborative permission and licensing. So they have right. they, they have shared custody of Spider-Man, yeah. but the Rogues Gallery is entirely Sony's, I believe. So okay, so they can make films about obscure That's why- Spider-Man B characters. Which is why there's two Venom films, a Morbius film, a Madam Web film, and later this year a Craven the Hunter film. Yes. Oh, Craven the Hunter! I know that. I know that character because of Marvel Snap that I played for a while. For a while there, he's the main villain in the new Spider-Man game. To be fair, I would say. Okay. Um, All right. So, so that's what that's the sort of that's the that's the IP ecosystem in which the film lives. And I don't know why they thought Madam Web would be a character to make. Uh, never heard of madam web by the way never heard of her madam web as i recall i haven't read the comics but i believe madam web is a relatively recent character by the comic book standards Mm. who is like this old lady in a wheelchair who's blind in the in like a professor x kind of way and she can Mm. like see the 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 threads that connect all the people throughout the spider-verse or whatever and that's the web not the fact that she can shoot silk out of her ass okay she, can, she actually i don't know if she can even do that um for two reasons but also her name is webb her name is cassandra webb handy okay in in the spider-man universe useful useful right. last name to have so you know the way this is a superhero movie right yeah how would you feel if i told you that broadly speaking there are no superheroes in this movie an interesting an avant-garde approach to the superhero genre so madam webb herself does get sort of powers a mm. little bit at the end mm-hmm. and they have a flash forward sequence where the other characters have powers mm. but the vast majority of the film is her running away from the bad guy who all of his lines for some reason they have 80 yard over every single one possibly with a different actor yeah it is that, so probably, abundantly clear probably it's not him been, talking probably they've been dubbed then yeah yeah, it's all dubbed. It's all dubbed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they changed them late in the game, like the actual content of the lines, but like literally none of the words match what he's saying ever. I've never seen anything like it in the movie. That's okay. All right. Okay. Um, all right. Yep, yep, yep. I also think Madam Web Superpower might be vehicular manslaughter because ah. she deals with the villain twice by hitting him with her car. Well, it worked the first time. You know, why? if it ain't fixed, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. So powers that she can like glimpse the future in like a final destination y kind of way, right? Mm. She's like, Oh, this is gonna happen. How do I alter time so it doesn't? Or Where sometimes do I crash my car to get the outcome that I want. Well, she has a flash forward bad guy attacking the girl she's escorting. So she drives a stolen ambulance through the second story wall of a car of an adjacent parking lot and just hits him with it. As much it's I, it's so slapstick and yeah. weird dude i don't know i just i don't know how this movie got made i don't know how 
what happened in some executive boardroom where they were like, yep, this is the movie to make. And then they presumably wrote and shot it for six to seven months or whatever, right? And they got the edit back and somebody somewhere was like, ship it. We're done. I guess hundreds of millions point. of dollars. But but like that by that stage it's too late, right? Like it takes so much for a film to actually be shelved once like it's it's entering actual production. But other studios are doing the opposite, right? Warner Brothers is never releasing their Batgirl thing. They're never releasing the yeah, that's um, weird. That's Iowa versus Acme. Yeah. And that's because they can write them off for like tax reasons or I whatever, remember right? Why it actually, what was it? Was it the Batgirl Batgirl film? It was like a huge controversy. Yes. Like it was, it was Batgirl. Okay, so they 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 shot and edited and finished essentially this entire film. Batgirl and then like, and eh, nah, nah. Coyote versus Acme as well is also done. And they just Wait, didn't. Coyote argue versus it. Acme. Yeah, I believe it is a live action Foo Fan Roger Raja type movie where the coyote sues the Acme Corporation. What is it like? Oh, I was going to say, is it a gritty, like, noir take on the old Looney Tunes cartoons? That'd be sick. I'd watch that. Well, no, you can't. Warner Brothers says no. Sorry. No, David Zaslav says absolutely not. But that but sounds someone interesting. That's... I would like, I would, the, the coyote is such a one dimensional character. Coyote, Roadrunner, road, Coyote and Roadrunner is such a played out dynamic that looking at it from a different angle, like they do this with Batman all the time, right? Every different Batman has a different, like, there's the crux of the mythology of the Batman mythology, but then it's interpreted in different ways. I'd love to see that with something like Wiley Cody. Why does he change so the Roadrunner? So would I. So would I, Riley. But no, uh, Warner Brothers has declared it's not good enough and they would make more money by not releasing it. But Sony's out here farting Madden Web out into a theater near you. I don't understand. The question I saw asked was, are we going to be able to trick Sony into re-releasing Madden Web into like Morbius, like they did with Morbius? I don't think I don't think they'll fall for it again. Well, they fell for releasing another garbage film again, so who knows? I just don't understand what's happening because I remember some people were saying like, "Oh, they have to keep making movies to retain the rights," and I have heard that. But they just made a Spider Verse movie, and that was very well received. People love those. Hang on, are the Into the Spider Verse movies Sony? Yeah, but they're exceptional. I know. So is this the B team working on Madam Web? Well, what I it is a hundred. Let me tell you. So. Here's the problem. If you yeah. look at the guys, and I'm going to put them on blaster, I don't even care. The guys who wrote Madam Web, uh. one of them, firstly, the one of the head writers, um, his name is ridiculous. His name is Burke Sharpless. What are you talking about? Okay, that's like a Bobson Dugnut situation. That's like the the sleeve McDyke. Like Duke you... Nukem, yeah. No, no, no. Have you seen the. Um, so th there's a Japanese baseball game, right? Yes. Um, I know. Uh, that they try to. So if you haven't seen this, it's a. It's, I think it's on the NES, right? And it was it was yep. a Japanese game where they had to. Um, I don't know Super Famicom. Okay, MLB PA Baseball '94 for the snares. right. Okay, and it's got a bunch of names that are supposed to sound American, and it starts my all-time favorite Sleeve McDyckel, right? Yeah. But some of the others, are like Raoul Chamgalane, Bobson <laughs> Dugnut, Bobson Dugnut. Todd Gonzalez is really Todd good. Todd Gonzalez is so yeah. close. Dwight without a G. So Dwight Rochigal. Rochigal with an R. Yeah. Willie Dustus. I don't know. Willie? Mike know. Tr Mike Truck. Mike Truck's very good. That Now, that does actually sound like an American. Mike Truck, they did get that one correct. Glen Allen um, yeah, Mixon, I guess. Daryl Archerdeld. There are some real wild ones in there. And what's this guy's name? Sharpless. Sharpless what? Burke Sharpless. 
Burke Sharpless. If that was on this list, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have batted an eyelid. So Riley, can I tell you mm. some of Burke Sharpless's most recent screenwriting credits? All right, let's go. Madam Webb. Okay, not great. Not a great start for for Sharpless. Morbius. Okay, again, he's not his pedigree. Bottom is... back. <laughs> yeah, we loved you. Dracula. Yeah, Dracula Untold. Okay, well that really was untold because I've uh, I've never heard of that film. Yeah, um, Gods of Egypt. Do you remember that movie? No, it's a Gerard Butler. I don't know what to tell you, man. Gods oh, of it's like so three hundred, but Egyptian, I suppose. Oh, dude! Wow, when was this released? This looks like a film that was released in like nineteen ninety five, twenty sixteen, maybe. That's unbelievable. Like it's got that that yeah. typeface that was really popular back then. It looks like, like the Scorpion the, King, yeah. Um, that typeface has a name. I used to. I'll tell you how dated this was. I used to use this typeface. I was a very big fan of it. I used to use it in my year eight, um, like PowerPoint presentations. Well, good enough. If it's good enough for Year Eight Riley, it's good enough for Burke Sharpless Productions. Let me Apparently. tell you. Apparently. So what else? Is and you, his any, other any other crackers. Uh, the Last Witch Hunter. Are you familiar with this? No, these these are all fake films. The, the Last, Last Witch Hunter is Vin Diesel's movie. Okay. In which he plays, I believe, what's this character's name? Uh, Cole yes. Calder is his character. I name. believe that is his. That is his Dungeons and Dragons character. That's sick. Yes. That is sick, dude. Vin Diesel got to make a, a movie about his D&D character? Yeah. It's just, what What do they call it? It's just OC. It is literally just, yeah, but, well, OC with a little sprinkling of Burke Sharpless. It's just his OC. That's so cool. Um, doesn't seem to be a super well- No, um, they're all awful, OC dude. Not a, Last Witch Hunter Gods, I mean, Dracula, I think the average for these movies on Rotten Tomatoes has got to be sub 20%. It seems like it, like, yeah. Madam Web hovering at a cool 13 right now. Like, they're awful. Burke Sharples has just got that, he's got that magic touch. I don't know. Look at, if you, I, at the risk of, at the risk of being presumptuous, Google Burke Sharpless and please look at what he looks like. He looks like exactly what you would expect a just middle-aged white man phoning it in and getting paid a bunch of money to write terrible movies would look like. All right, let's calm down a little bit. Let's not go after Burke Sharpless too much here. Let's let's not. Let's not. Let's, let's, I, I, I think the blame lies solely at Burke Sharpless's feet and Dakota Johnson's for being a bad actress. But that's by the by. Hang on. But then again, he keeps getting asked back. He must have something going on. I don't know what's going on. He what, like, to be fair, like I don't understand. Like I know why. I understand a little bit why Sony keep doing this because they made hmm. the two Venom movies and they actually made a lot of money. Surprisingly, despite Are the Venom films good. N- uh, no. No. Okay. Venom one is fun. It's a if you know what, watch it on a plane. Venom two is terrible. Woody Harrelson's in it. Why is Woody Harrelson in it? All right, okay, plane film. Yeah, got it. They're all plane films, man. Never, please don't pay to see any of these movies. Your attention and money are worth more than that. Yeah. But if you're trapped captive in the sky and it's free, maybe give it a spin. That's that's my benchmark. <laughs> what do you? Because um, we good. No, no, I had nothing. I was hoping that you'd think of something, and I said arm as a placeholder to hope that I, I would come up with uh, with some kind of comment here because, uh, yeah, the, the the well has run dry. On it's just we, it's like this is a sure it's a so bad it's good film, but there's there's only so far we can plumb those depths, right? You well, end up I wanted getting... to ask you. Go. When was the last time you? I know you're not as major cinephile as I am. No. Can you remember the last time you watched a movie and you were like? Why would anyone like this? Who is this for? Because I watch plenty of movies where I'm like, okay, this isn't a movie for me. I get it. 
But sometimes I'll, I'll watch a film and I'll be like, ooh, so many people were involved in making this, and how does it exist? I don't understand. Are you ready for a sizzling hot cinema take from me? Hey, night, Renowned cinephile. Would you like to know the name of a classic film I hadn't seen? I saw it for the first time only last week, right? That is okay. horrendously overrated. Um, ooh, okay, we could get into it here. All right. We're going to get into it because the film that I consider to be, it's fine, but it's not as good as people say it was. Definitely not worth the accolades that it received. It is Goodwill Hunting. I love this movie. Are you kidding? It's just not very good, Dennis. It's no, it is film. great. That is that movie is great. Will Hunting. Thank you very much. It's not very good. Will Hunting at all. In fact, I love that movie. This it is film, poorly titled. I will admit it is two hours of overblown, tired cliches. Right. That the only thing I can think of in its defense is maybe it was the first to do this. Right on a on a scale that got such attention and and received such respect. Right. Like that but whole thing like, where you're like, I don't understand why people read Shakespeare. It's just a guy listing off a bunch of famous quotes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, kind of, that kind of vibe. Now, Robin Williams, terrific actor. Matt Damon, terrific actor. Immensely talented cast, right? All the actors in it. Stalin Skarsgård, great actor. Yeah. All of them in it give great performances, right? It's just that the, the story, like the substance of the film, right? Oh, tortured young man who needs to be saved from himself, right? Mm-hmm. it's just it's so played out man it's so tired i do think it suffers a little bit from being quite early to that i agree there's some elements of it that i think are really iconic that i love like the bit where bad the speech ben affleck has where he's like you know the best part of my day is when i'm going up to your house because i hope that one day you won't beat and all that stuff there's some really good screenwriting in there but Nikki pointed out to me when we were watching a bunch of these movies in sort of quick succession that mm. she could only watch so many Matt Damon is a really smart special boy movies in a row before yeah. she's like, okay, we got to stop. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of Matt Damon. I like Matt Damon like, as an actor and as a person, right? He's out there on the picket lines um, stri- helping his mum, who's a teacher, strike years ago. I love that, right? He seems like a decent fellow. I just, I can't deal, like this film is just another, like, yeah, it's a good way to put it. Matt Damon is a special boy. It's. I mean, we watched we watched Good Will Hunting, in which Matt Damon is a special maths boy, right? Yeah, yeah. Not long after that, we watched The Martian, which was Matt Damon as a special space botanist boy. Yes, yeah. Then we watched The Talented Mr. Ripley, in which Matt Damon is a special, I guess, gay murder boy. <laughs> um, and then we watched Rounders, in which he's a special poker boy. And there's just so many of yeah. these movies. But just, where... just this, this like to- the 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 archetype of the of the tortured the tortured genius, right? Who is is broken and needs to be fixed and has so much to offer the world if only he'd stop drinking and smoking and getting into fights and you know all and get past all of his self-destructive behavior i just found mm-hmm. it really unconvincing and i i don't generally turn films off halfway through film really has to be bad for me to do that um but yeah after watching i was like i just don't get the hype i don't especially the ending man oh it's so bad the resolution of the film is so bad i like the ending he makes the worst decision possible. Like, oh, it's a romantic. He goes off and, and gets the girl. No. You get to go you're see about the a smartest girl. people on earth. Sit, do, like, do what you're supposed to do and like, be the next Einstein and improve the world. That's not, that's not, he doesn't want to do that. He's never wanted to do that. But that's Why would not that the change? point. But that doesn't make him a good person, the fact that he moves away from that. That's not a good resolution. He needs to grow up. What I'm saying is he needs to grow up. He needs to grow up. 
growing up, dude, growing up is figuring out what you want in life. And that's not always using all of your abilities to the best of their possible potential. And growing I know maybe is- he owes it to... Maybe- Growing up is also not getting into just mindless selfishness. Growing up is also recognizing that sometimes you have a responsibility to help others. I don't think he has a mathematical responsibility to work for the NSA. I'm not saying he should work for the NSA. I'm saying that like they make the point in the film that a 26-year-old patent clerk came along and changed our understanding of the universe. And if that's true, what, what, the, what the, that professor is saying in that, in that film, that like Matt Damon's character also had the opportunity to do, to do that, to be the next Einstein, him running off to California to be with a girl is not what he should have done. He doesn't owe that to mankind. That's what Stellan Skarsgård's whole he does. arc is. I disagree. Well, I believe this... with Stellan Skarsgård. I, I, be- I believe with I believe with Stellan Skarsgård. I, I agree with Stellan Skarsgård. Then I agree. I agree with Robin Williams. Well, well, th- this is why this is why films this is why films are so beautiful, Riley, because we can because both... you can disagree with them because you can have incorrect because your friends can have incorrect opinions. No, well, well, okay, well, 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 well. I don't think I don't think it's that good. (laughs) And and the thing is, I'm not even saying it's that bad. It's just it's seen as a classic. Like if you go into like Netflix or whatever streaming service on, it's you know it's it's there with like the Shawshank Redemption and all of the. It's like cinema. I think it's. I think it. I think it belongs right up there with Shawshank and the Green Mile. I disagree. I disagree. Green Mile. Certainly the Green Mile. The Green Mile also not that Uh, good. I agree. I agree with that statement. The Green Mile is look. Stephen King can't win them all. And but yeah. you know he's playing the numbers game. I understand that uh, 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 with films and with with books. No, just as uh, soon as the magic part came into, I'm like, oh, that's okay. what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. it has it's the weirdest like... amount of that. Where I'm, as soon as that happens, I'm like, why isn't the whole movie about this? Hang on, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a film that I didn't think of very much of recently. Although you know, when I'm putting Goodwill Hunting against Madame Webb, I don't think. Madame Webb. I still think Burke, think Burke Sharpless is coming up short there. Sorry, Burke. I think I'd, I'd love to see the Burke, the Burke, the Burke cut. Release the Burke cut. Oh, of Goodwill the Hunting. Burke I, cut of Goodwill Hunting. I do think Goodwill Hunting gets a lot of points for being the movie that launched Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's careers. Who both, if if they didn't yes. go on to both be super famous in their own regards, I don't think it would be as. I agree. I, I agree. Can, and know? both of them are very talented actors, very talented writers. I, I'm fans of both of them. I just I. People say Goodwill Hunting is like nine and ten, ten or ten film. It's not. It's like a six or a seven. It's fine. It's just not as good as people say it is. It's one. Of, it's one of my favorite movies. But I'll, I'll allow it. All right. I'll, I, I, no, nothing. I, I don't have strong um, like refuse for anything you said, mm. except I disagree that the ending is. I find the ending very satisfying. But well, we that's more subjective. That. That's okay. I think. I think yeah. my, the the grounds that I'm on where it's like, and, and look, maybe this is the victim of all the films that have come after it that have been shaped on it and, and like based on it. You know. Um, but it's just. Do you want to jump out at me? Like, feel so tired. There's one movie that jumps out at me specifically to being directly that, which is a beautiful mind. Oh, I haven't seen that for years, but yeah, same sort of thing, right? Tortured genius, plagued by his own. Four years later, yeah. Self-destructed, self-destructed behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that does have Ed Harris in it? Does so you know bonus points for that? It also has a really weird thing where um, Jennifer Connelly and um Paul Bettany are both in it, Mm. and I believe they met doing it. And then after, weirdly, 9-11 happened, mm. um, he flew across the country to like, uh, um, Paul Bettany did, to like propose to her because he had a crush on her since she was a kid when she was in like Labyrinth. Mm. Um, because he, his first thought was, God, I hope Jennifer's okay, even though he didn't know her that well. And he was like, oh, that, that probably tells me something about the relationship I have with this woman more than I realized. Okay. Um, just a weird little fun fact about a beautiful mind for you and Paul Bettany. All right, and cinema, cinema trivia with Dennis will return next week. Um, but Dennis, in the meantime, I want to tell you 
what I got up Sorry, to. Sorry, that's, that's been 45 minutes talking about one time what Riley went to Italy instead and didn't like it very much. Yeah, we did do that one time, didn't we? <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Eh, that gives you a bit of a pass, I guess. Sorry about that. I do still feel bad about that episode. No, afterwards you were like, no, that was good. It saved me thinking of a topic for the week. That's, that's true. I make I no apologies. I make no apologies. Sorry um, about that. I make no apologies. <laughs> right after each other. Uh, I did something this week that I haven't done for many, 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 many years, right? Something I did okay. a lot when I was a kid, um, but I did it for very different reasons this time around. Dennis, I dyed my hair. What? Oh, yeah. oh you did it for very different reasons. I see. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> that has an undertone to it. So when I was young, um, my mum was actually pretty cool with this, right? She, there was some stuff, that, there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't allowed to do, which really frustrated me, you know, restricted access to video games, a lot of other stuff that I uh, sort of wish had gone differently. But mum was very cool when it came to dyeing my hair. She said, let me dye my hair a fair bit, right? So at oh, one okay. point I had a real like slim shady look going on because I just bleached Ugh, it. Slick down blonde. Um, I had like red streaks through my hair at one point, which I couldn't oh. see. Um, I couldn't see the red hair against my normal and you brown couldn't see hair. but so like so it did look like there were just no streaks in it It wasn't like the streaks just looked a different color no i couldn't i'm colorblind so i just couldn't see the red right but sorry what i mean is like it didn't look like your hair was brown and your the streaks were like a different kind of like you just couldn't really like actually just no oh see sorry to me it, it didn't look any different at all um bizarre but uh yeah to others they could see it yeah anyway um, i wonder your mom just gets an exact color match for your actual hair and it's like oh i put red streaks in you just can't tell and you're like oh okay and then tells every cool. single like, other person yes. i know it's like now you've got to tell him he's got red in his hair right um no but one time as well this is very very embarrassing oh i still remember this dude oh i don't know why i thought this was a good idea so we bleached my hair it went orange mm-hmm. i've still got the pair i don't know why it didn't because it, normally it goes like that sort of straw yellow color like, think, again, Ooh, M&M yeah. Slim Shady, right? This time it yeah, went yeah. orange. And mum asked me, she's like, hey, do you do you want me to dye your eyebrows as well? Right, no. And I was like, absolutely I do. So I went to no! school the next day with dyed eyebrows as well <laughs> and Oh my goodness, I've never been mocked more thoroughly and also more deserving. Don't they also take much longer to like grow back? Or to fade, uh, I should say? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I, well, because I guess they have to fall out. Oh, yeah, what was, I don't remember that happening. Like, you don't get them. I never cut my eyebrows, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, no, they just come, get to a certain length and then eventually fall out. So, yeah, it was a long and slow process. And then the regrowth looked terrific. Looked horrific um, I, had, I had like frosted tips for a while just but not deliberately just because of the regrowth right? so when that you said when look. you said that was, a, that was a good look that was what i thought you were going to say when you said you had like embarrassing teenager frosted tips like boy band vibe is what i was expecting mm. but i didn't do the cap where you know so the, the frosted tips you used to get by putting a cap on like a skin cap sort of thing and then and then you'd pull bits of hair through holes in the cap mm-hmm. we didn't do that we just um we just waited for the regrowth to come out, and then I got a haircut, and then it looked like I had frosted tips. That was a good look. I I, I still stand by that being like that was just a that was just a good two thousand and one look. I think a classic, right? yeah, the, absolutely. The orange hair and the dyed eyebrows, maybe not so much. Anyway, I dyed my hair for the first time in a long time, mm-hmm. right, and probably twenty years at least. Um, this week, because I am fighting that fight, Dennis, against my. Uh, ever thinning hair mm-hmm. and i thought dying it might help a little bit so but your hair isn't graying 
But you no, do, I'm not worried about the grays. I've got I, I've got a few grays here and there. That doesn't. That's not what it is. It is. Right? It, I, I know exactly what it is. It is the like. It is the thin. It's the thin mm. wispy hair, mm. right? So I, at the back of my head, I'm not, you know, like you can get the full on monk's tonsure, right? Where mm-hmm. you've just got like shiny, bald skin on the top of your head, mm-hmm. right? I don't have that just yet. The back of my head where it's thinning is covered with these tiny, shitty little blonde hairs, right? Mm-hmm. Really, really fine, really, really soft and essentially see-through. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I get some box dye and we dye my, my hair, then those little thin hairs will be colored and therefore will look thicker. Mm-hmm. Makes um, sense. In theory, yes, Dennis. In practice, eh, not so much. Uh-oh. What happened? It didn't it didn't help very much. It well, did a little bit. I thought right? it would help a lot. I I I, I was because I, yeah. I knew Oh dude. I thought I was gonna look like a grizzly bear. Was, I came I was like, we're we gonna we're gonna rinse this stuff off and I'm gonna look like a new man. Because you've put the like powder um, that you can get for that stuff in before, right? And that, and that works really well, that's, but that's, yeah. that, that also has like a th- that has a thickening thing to it. Yeah. Right? Like that has fibers that like sort of attach to the hair and, and thicken it out. But no, this one uh, leaves them as as thin and as as pitiful as ever. Well, slightly less pitiful. They're a little more colored, but uh, no, it just looked like I was slightly less balding. So I guess it did have a positive impact. I'm on. Um, uh, I'm fighting that fight too right now, man. I I'm on the. I think I'm in a similar stage to you, um, like monks tonsure wise. Um, mm-hmm. like my front line is holding relatively steady, but the back is starting to go. And look, I'm just going to be bald. There's no, there's no way around. I'm only 30 now. It's already no. happening. Like, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it's coming for us for sure. And I'm also getting thinner at the front as well. Like my hairline isn't receding backwards, but it's just like, there is now a noticeable difference in the thickness on the top of my head. And the, like, I think Prince, Prince William, before he went properly bald, when he was still trying to grow hair at the top. Yeah, my um, my, that's my sides though thick as any thick as any day, man. That's the problem, man. Yeah. It's like it just it's a it's a distribution issue. Yeah. is the is the problem. I totally understand, dude. Ugh, I hate this, but it is what yeah, it is. Man. Yeah, yeah. So we got this box die, and um, it brought back all these memories of like mum doing it when I was a kid. Like for instance, you can't do it in the bathroom; you have to do it in the kitchen because you need to do it on stainless steel. Like I in a sink, but not so. Yeah, not, you got to do it in the sink. Porcelain, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't do it over porcelain. You have to do it over stainless steel sink, sink, so it doesn't actually, so it doesn't stain the the the, the sink. Um, but the other thing was, I deliberately got a dye that was like two colors too light, right? Because I remember whenever you dye your hair, it's always darker than you think, yes. unless you're bleaching. Obviously, it's always going to be darker than you think it is. So you, and, got, you went, um, you went, you went, oh, went to wait, the, what? I just remembered. The last time I dyed my hair, no, I was 20 years old. And you know what we did, right? So I was in, I was in Toronto with some friends and um, we, bought a, we bought some bleach because one of the girls wanted to, to bleach her hair, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to do it as well. So we bought, some, we bought some peroxide, bleached my hair, and it went like kind of a piss yellow, which wasn't very nice. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's do it again and see what happens. Oh, which is so, white, I assume, just or it all falls oh, out. Oh no, it it just turned into straw. Ooh. Like my hair was, I remember it was so brittle, right? And Ooh. it would snap off in the comb after I combed it, and it also looked terrible. I didn't dye my eyebrows this time around. Snapped but that's off right. in then the I ended up being like, very, That's very upsetting. <laughs> I hate that. Well, it, yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't coming out at the root. Mm. You'd you I would comb it, and the comb would be filled with like hair. I don't know particles. Ugh, like yeah, um, crumbs. I guess. 
Yeah. So what we did, I was like, oh, this looks terrible. I don't want this. So we went and got another box dye. Um, one that was roughly, you know, according to the people I was doing it with, they were the ones who matched the color, not me. Matched, they matched it to my old hair color. And then we dyed my hair and it just was like black. It was so dark, right? Mm. Um, and knowing that, yeah, that's weird that I locked that memory away. But knowing that dyes always end up darker, um, I got one that was like two shades lighter than my actual hair. Megan, Megan helped pick it. Uh, still, still dark. My hair is noticeably darker now, but it doesn't look unnatural. It doesn't look like I've dyed my hair, I hope, I think. Well, that's all I can hope for, really, right? Yeah, well, I've got, I'm on the... I'm on the, the I'm on camera in a couple of days. Right? I, I didn't like, even I took think big... about that. You're going to Chicago. You take a huge risk. I took a huge punny. Well, it was a calculated risk. It was a calculated risk. Right? Well, I, what, was, what, was the, what was the calculation? I understand. Well, because I needed... So I wanted to dye my hair to see if it was going to improve the thickness of it, right? Mm -hmm. But if I'd done it months ago, first of all, it was still very short after shaving it off. Mm -hmm. And secondly, it would then grow out and mm -hmm. I'd have to dye it again before Chicago. Mm -hmm. I guess that's true. So I did it the day before. I, I got my hair cut yesterday, right? I, I dyed my hair before that. And so the backup plan, honestly, was shave it all off again. I was about again. to say, if, if, the plan, if, if you're entertained the possibility of just blitzing it all off again, then I guess that's, it is pretty that's that was calculated. It. That was going to go scorched earth, right? That was the backup plan. If the dye, dye job ended up looking terrible, mm -hmm. I was just going to just cut all my hair off and start again. Well, I'm glad. Megan would have loved. Did she oh, not, she would have loved that. Is she not a fan of Bald well, now that my hair's back, I was like, oh, I'm going to get my hair cut. She's like, okay, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'll just trim. She's like, oh, that's so good. I'm like, oh, what? Well, okay, let's, what, let's get into this. And she's like, I didn't want to tell you this at the time because I know like, you, you know, your self-esteem was a little, you know, you're a little fragile at the time. I didn't uh -huh. want to tell you. But it was, it was, do you know her exact words, Dennis? You know exactly what, this is this fiance, right? This is a woman I'm going to marry, right? Mm -hmm. This is what she told me. And I appreciate her honesty. I do. Didn't make it any easy to hear. When she said, it was hard to look at you when you were born. <laughs> God, choose different words, <laughs> Megan. Oh, she popped me on the grill, mate, and made sure that I was well done on both sides. Holy moly, I was difficult. I was hard to look at with a bald head. She said, "That's rough. oh, ferocious, absolutely ferocious." Um, but she anyway, know, she must know that that is presumably at some point in the future. Well, that's what I've told her. It's like it's just a matter of time, like. You know, we can we can put it off. We can forestall this for as long as as long as possible. But like, I'm gonna end up bald eventually. I can't there's fight no, this. There's no trip to Turkey in your future. I don't think so. I may. may I know. About I, it, I know. Like, I know guys at work who have done it, and it looks really, really good. Honestly. Well, I've seen recent hair transplant jobs. Like, because obviously, when you think about hair transplants, right, mm -hmm. you think of like the grid-like disaster pattern across a bald scalp that yep. just looks like a, a, a furrowed field, <laughs> and it looks it looks awful, right? It looks awful. Um, but yes, the the stuff that I've seen recently, like Megan has been bugging me. She shows me these videos on TikTok of like guys yeah. who've gone and got the before and after of guys who've gone and got hair transplants, and it's like. I don't know how you're faking this. If this is an ad, I don't know how you're making this look the way that it does. No, they look really good. I know I know a guy in work who got it, who I see regularly before in circuit, and it looks perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. And he, and he, 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 he did on, it in Ireland. He didn't even go abroad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. if it's, it's, it's Obviously, in Europe, you go to Turkey, right? Because it's cheap. The, the procedure is cheaper there, and the flight isn't low, isn't far enough to... Um, make it more expensive than just doing it locally in Australia. I don't know how that works. I think you got to. I think you actually got to Southeast Asia. I think you got yeah, to like Singapore, Thailand or Singapore, or even or something. Yeah, 
I wouldn't be Singapore. Singapore's an expensive place. Singapore to go. Is really expensive. I think it's I think it's I think it's Thailand and and or Malaysia or that sort of thing. Mm. Um so I don't know. Maybe as I say, I've got I'm very I've still got a lot of thick hair on the sides of the back of my head. So I do have the follicles that could be transplanted. I have looked into it. It's not cheap. And what are we talking? What does not cheap mean? Oh, it's like thousands and thousands of dollars. It's like six to ten thousand dollars, Dennis. That actually is quite a lot. I know for you. Oh, I know for you that's a drop in the ocean. Turkey just, that's, that's hair just, transplant cost. Give me a this second. This is another come, 75 inch television for. Come for visit D, your old you know. pal, Dennis. Here we go. Um, what do you mean? You're not, you're not in Turkey. I'm in Europe. Well, would you come? We'll do it together, Dennis. Humbo. I don't know that I would do it. No. Why? Uh, because your your wife hasn't told you you're, you're hard to look at. Yeah, yeah. My wife hasn't told me that gazing upon my bald head is like staring directly into the sun. So yeah, I think I got yeah. some time. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what she meant. Hard to look at in the way that the sun is hard to look at, or hard to like blinding, or you a know? car crash. Or hard to look at, or like a well, a car crash. You can't look away. So presumably it wasn't that. Mm-mm. Oh. Yeah, that's I right, can't believe. Yeah, it's a couple thousand. So it is. It is less though. Um, it says yeah. anywhere between one to four thousand dollars. American. Yes. So it's like one and a half to six thousand dollars. Okay, all right. It's not bad. It's less. Certainly less. It is less, and I've never been to Turkey. I'd like to go to Turkey. I'd love to go to Istanbul. This reminds me of um the ulterior motives. It reminds me of this an episode of Succession where they're like. I think, which I, I think you gave up on, didn't you? Oh, hang on, hang on. Is it in, is it the episode where like they they all get together and they say really nasty things about each other, but like not just behind each other's backs, but in front of each other, and then like, the, the plot goes nowhere? Is that is it that episode? No, it's a different one, but it's actually very similar. I think. <laughs> um, no, it's one the worst they, TV show. It's the great. worst TV it's show. It's great. Um, talk about overrated. Talk about overrated media, right? Goodwill Hunting seems like a masterpiece based on its reputation compared to Succession. Succession is one of the worst television programs I've ever had the misfortune to, I, I'm to not, suffer. I'm with. not taking blame for that because that was like it won so many Emmys and was what I'm sure I was not the only person who was like, "Oh, Succession's good. I'd recommend it." It's not good. Well, it's definitely good. Come on now. I don't know what people were watching. I don't know if I was watching the same show. It's so boring. Nothing happens. The bit that I was getting at is when you said, oh, I actually yeah. would like to go to Turkey is they're in Croatia and they get like the big mm. investigator, like the FTC. So they go to mm. Bosnia because it doesn't have an extradition with the US. Um, and is the guy, uh, yeah, I believe that's true. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, why are, they're like, why are we, which, why are we going to Bosnia? And the guy looks at me and goes, I'm just excited to see more of the Balkans. And it had that energy of, I'd love to yeah. go to Turkey, you know? No, no I would. I, no, I very much would love to go to Turkey. See Constantinople. I, well, it's not. It's, it's nobody's business, but the Turks. Nobody's shut business. The window, the Turks. There's someone out the front using a leaf blower. I think. Hang on one second. Oh. Do you know what I wish, Dennis? I, maybe I should do neighbor chat at some point. But do you know what I wish? Mm. We have we have bin night here, right? Where there's a day that you take your bin out to be collected by the council. Right. I wish we had mowing the lawn day, because as someone who sits in his office and records podcasts, I've right, run into this problem. It's yeah. very frustrating that. Essentially, every day a nearby neighbor mows their lawn because yeah. we don't have a single day that you're allowed to do it on. Man, it annoys me. I had that too, where so, and especially like where people would do exactly the same thing, and I'd be sitting in here, I'd be like, "Why today?" Because when I was working at Channel yeah. Fireball as well, and I'd be up really late on meetings, I'd be up until like two in the morning or whatever, and then six thirty yeah. rolls, and I'm like, "I've been in bed for four and a half hours. Stop it!" Like, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and, over, and in Queensland, there's a culture of getting up early because we don't have daylight saving and the sun rises at four. Oof. So people will be out with, like, they'll be out on the tools, right? That's Heavy machinery five, going yeah. at six in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. I don't know that uh, Anyway, where were we? Yeah, succession, very bad. I'm glad we both agree on that. But I did actually, no, I do, I do very earnestly, very genuinely want to go to Turkey. It's fascinating. Fascinating place to visit. I'm sure, actually, I'm sure it genuinely is. Um, and look, if you come like back, so much, so much history, right? There's the Ottoman Empire, of course, but then before that, there's all the stuff from like the the Byzantine period, the ancient Greek period as well. Yeah, and if you come back with a fuller head, of, fuller head of hair for it, who's you know who's to judge? Yeah, well, probably a lot of people, to be honest. Probably a lot of people will judge me for it. Yeah, but, but that's you, fine. What we imagine? Imagine you go to Turkey. You get this procedure. It's expensive. It's difficult. It's a long trip. And also, you know, like we've talked about this, it, it has emotion implications. And you get home, Megan's like, oh, it was probably better when it was bald. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's a, that's a problem with solution, though, because now I just shave it off. Right? Yeah, that's that, that's, a, yeah. that's a quick fix. <laughs> but I, uh, I, uh, I don't think that will be the case. Megan recently came across a picture of me when I had, like, longer hair. You know, not, not like, long, like, shoulder-length hair, but, like, hair that was long that I used to comb it back, right? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she was lamenting. The problem is Megan doesn't. Megan can't tell I'm balding. She's too short. Too short. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I and I've had this from other friends as well. Other people said, "Oh, I didn't even notice." It's like, yeah, it's because you're shorter than me. So I have the same thing with Nikki. But I would often, I would often say, Nikki, like, "God, I'm worried I'm balding," and she'd be, and for a long time, she's like, "No, you're not. Oh my God, shut up! It, you are not balding. You're being ridiculous." And those have yeah. turned to, "It's okay," and I'm like, "Uh oh, hang on." <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, you know, you know, it's happening. Yeah, I'm like, These I remember are the, uh, I remember when it happened. I remember I was staying at a friend of mine, Michiel's in, um, in Amsterdam, right, in mm-hmm. 2015. And I got up and the pillow had Ooh. hair on it. And I was like, uh-oh. And then I checked the inside of my cap and the inside of my cap had hair on it. And I was like, oh, no, it's happening. And then, yeah, it, it, it sort of started really quick and then slowed down. So I've never had that experience with, like, finding my hair on stuff. Oh, no, dude. I had, like, the, I had the, like, I, I'd wash my hair in the shower and get handfuls of hair. Oh, God. But yeah. then, it, it, then it stabilized. Yeah, I've never had anything. I've never, I've never noticed that. And I guess my towel will have hair on it sometimes. But generally speaking, I'll just look. I'll, I can just tell. Like there's no mystery to it. Yeah. I, there's yeah. photos of me. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. That was the thing that Hamish Blake once said when he was talking to Jack, um, one of the, the on the on the podcast. So the Jack, Jack the producer, he just had a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And Hamish said, "So you're taking all these photos of you and your newborn?" And he's like, "Yep." And he's like, "All right. Well, <clears throat> I want you to enjoy these photos, and I want you to enjoy the feeling that you have while you're taking them." Because uh, in five years, ten years, you're going to look back at these photos and you're going to have a thought. And I'm going to tell you what that thought is. And everyone at that stage is thinking, oh, okay, you know, my, my boy, he's grown up so much. I've, you know, he's going to, and he says, that thought is, wow, I used to have a lot more hair than I do now. I <laughs> know. Oh, it all lies ahead and so distressingly close. Yeah, man. It's not getting, it's not getting any better unless... Unless, Unless Istanbul was Constantinople. We bought that ticket to Istanbul, my friend. Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Straniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.